Yeah. This is going to be lost. Do you have a gerbil? Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you listen to the end of the song. Let's do it. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to the Subhub podcast. Um, today, we're going to be talking about boards, purchasing of boards. There's loads of people getting onto the water or want to get onto the water, and myself and Ian get asked these questions quite a lot. So we thought we'd give you a little bit of a rundown. Um, there's loads of good places and information out there to find out all this info. However... We thought we'd do another little one and just add to the volume. <laughs> to add to the noise. <laughs> to just add to the noise. Hopefully you know? clear up the noise, but yeah. Like cool. a friend of um, mine the other day um, messaged me because she wanted to buy um, a board. So it's like it's always the same thing about going, okay, well, what are you using it for? Yeah. How, uh, where are you going to be going out on the board? What kind of thing do you want to get out of it? You know, what's your skill level like? If you have never been on a paddleboard before, what's your water confidence like? So there's always like certain questions. Um, I think a lot of people can get kind of bogged down when you're looking because there's so much, yeah, especially yeah. online. There's just so much info. Whereas probably a couple of rules of thumb that yeah. will just kind of keep you right. And you don't have to spend like thousands of pounds, yeah. um, especially starting off. But it's also, it's it's good to be aware of a couple of different factors and facets, I think. Yeah. And that's why I'll just boot it over to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I suppose like our big like big thing I would say is, we I refer to it as the three Ps. So it's the person, the purpose, and the price. And basically, if you can sort of conjure answers to questions around those three Ps, uh, then you'll have the information you need to select the right sort of board. Um, so we ask people five questions and on the spot, I'm gonna, probably going to embarrass myself and forget them, but I just, literally I have them cut and paste and send them out. But it's basically, you know, in terms of the person, we're asking, you know, uh, height and weight essentially, just to understand the phys physical physicality of the person riding the board. Uh, and we're also asking a level of water confidence. Um, and then in terms of the purpose, we want to know sort of, I, I, the way I ask people is I say 80% of the time, where are you going to be using it? Like on what type of body of water? Um, because that should really lead the, the type and style of board that you're going to choose. Um, <clears throat> then we've got uh, price. So like, you know what what is what price works for you and, and and i tend to say to people that that doesn't necessarily have to be a number a lot of people will have a budget but some people won't like necessarily saying their budget so we tend to sort of offer them you know cheapest chips somewhere in the middle or only the best will do um and sort of once you've got all of those questions wrapped up together you you start to have a really good idea of of what sort of board amidst the plethora of choice that is out there is going to sort of suit that person um 
Yeah, and 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 then so I suppose we go on types. One one thing I will say, and I've I've said this in in like a another video I've sort of put out on our Instagram channel that talking about selecting boards basically I think price is is an often overlooked thing and it, mm. it irritates me to a degree because I think ultimately you have to be realistic it's very easy to become quite snobby and arrogant about paddling and the kit and all of this sort of stuff but the reality is right people you know it, it it's why I always go back to those three P's. It's, it, you know, the person, purpose, price. Like, you have to consider all those factors. And I think there's, there's arguably, there's too many people out there that just have a commercial interest in selling whatever boards they've got in stock. And so, you know, the price point sort of almost can sometimes get shifted to the side because they're just sort of saying, oh, well, this is, this is the board for you. And it's like, well... Is it really like if you know yeah. the, the the reality of the world? And I think as well, without going too far into randomness, but I just think the way of the world going is you're going to end up with a lot more direct to market. So you know you've got all these very good paddleboard brands. Like there's a reason why you know you have leading paddleboard brands. They've got R and D departments. They've spent years investing in the design. You know they're not just you know the the, the brands and stuff that are copying that design and buying it from the the factory next door to the one that's producing the the decent one do you know what i mean like so there's 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 a reason why some boards cost a a bit more um and generally speaking a lot a lot of that certainly when you're moving from like the cheapest boards out there up to that mid-range the difference there is actually more in the accessories than it is that's what i was going to say itself um but yeah yeah the, the accessory thing um I always kind of liken it back to just because I used to play drums, so like musical instruments, is, um, the board is only one yeah. aspect of it, the yeah. physical board, but actually the accessories is a big factor. Some of the boards, you don't get paddles with it or you get a very basic paddle yeah. with it and you may be better off just getting yeah. a board that maybe isn't quite as expensive and going for a better paddle which yeah. will make it more enjoyable and more user friendly at the start yeah it's like one thing i noticed um when i bought my eye rocker mm-hmm. it's like my pump the uh, the yeah, triple yeah, yeah, yeah. thing yeah. pump compared to donna's it's like it just makes it so much easier, yeah. so much more enjoyable because it's quick, it's easy. Um, I can pump up two boards where a single chamber one will take you know, yeah. a lot longer. So it's little things like that. If you're going to be trying to, if you go in for a walk as well or trying to carry it as well, the bag is a bit of a factor. Yeah. I think that gets overplayed by the manufacturers, to be honest with you. When you see like the rucksack and you can tell there's not a board in there when it's like still high up on them. Because yeah. you go in, really? Yeah. You know, you go for a... You, you go for a decent walk. Yeah, you, you go got for like thirteen to fifteen k in a bag. It, oh yeah, yeah. You you see that weight? It's visible. Oh yeah, big and you time. You feel it. <laughs> yeah, massively. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's like it's the setup of it, and it's again. I think people have to kind of just step back a bit and just be a bit more honest with themselves about going. Well, how many times am I going to use it? Yeah, and where am I going to do it? Yeah. And is speed an yeah. issue which key is, and like because that could it's all put yeah which goes back all to purpose all back to purpose yeah because it may be good for some people you know to um in not necessarily wanting a really big 
long stable board if you're quite yeah. nimble and quick and you want to be doing surfing and you know there's yeah. there's so many different attributes to it but you and just certainly don't have to spend a lot of money to get out there and enjoy yeah and i, I think that's i think that's it it's also it is just mind-boggling to you know if you if you oh, come at this I, mean, I had a, a young lady recently her and her boyfriend um experienced paddleboarding and they loved it and they decided they want to board so they got in touch and they were like you know what would you recommend and this that and we, we went through the whole these are the five questions we ask with them we we, we asked a few more because it was quite interesting where they were sort of trying to find a board that marries both of them um, yeah. you know which adds a, an additional challenge but you've also another one thing I spoke about with them which again is another factor that i think can sometimes get overlooked is um look at the longevity in the board not just in its own durability but look at longevity in the form of progression so like for for example you know you can you know someone could buy an all-rounder board because they just they're very focused on getting started and mm. and um you know feeling that sort of stability and, and comfort right so just getting comfortable with it and i think sometimes that you know you can see there are certain people that either you know and this is why we ask about water confidence right they if they've got a really good strong level of water confidence but they're paddling around here and their ultimate ambition is to sort of start moving around not just go around in circles and, mm. and, and mooch. Um, Good word. Yeah, love the word. I taught you that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the, you know, we, we would sort of, I would encourage most people to try and buy a touring board for this sort of area of water because, yeah. you know, that that builds in that sort of level of progression. And I feel like they ended up, they, they went for a, a sort of 11.6 tourer, which would suit them both. And... Um, you know, I've I've seen them posting pictures and and loving it, and that's you know I feel like that's a really that's a really good thing for them that you know that that's going to that's going to last them a long time because ultimately they're not going to get bored of that after a year of of, of like having time on the water, feeling super confident on it. Mm. You know that board is going to last them wherever they want to take it, wherever they want to go, and, and whatever they want to do with it, that will last. Um, whereas, like the first one they sent me was like a nine eight all rounder, which yeah, would have worked, but after a few months, they'd have been like, "Oh, I want something with a bit, you know, it's going to get me across the water a bit quicker and stuff like that." So, yeah, so that's that's an interesting factor. I would say some people can can miss is like look at look at long look at the board's longevity in terms of development, not just its um, its construction and durability. Durability. Babble about on this for for hours, but it you know it it always comes back to purpose, person, price. Yeah. And and you can't go wrong. Like if you if you if you make sure you covered those points and you've had a sensible discussion with a with someone that's being honest with you, then I think yeah, yeah. that's yeah that's a key thing. Also, it's like it's it's good once you, you know everyone's trying to be a bit more eco conscious mm -hmm. and everything. So that is a thing for me where you look into kind of the brand and seeing what they're trying to do and like we were saying this the other day like you notice with the new boards that have just arrived how 
um, what was it? I think it was like where the fins were protected with the cardboard and not the polystyrene now. Yeah. And all these little things, I think, to me, uh, you know, play a big factor. Yeah. So but, I can, I can I'll talk specifically about that point, actually, mm. because it is like, that's really interesting. So I think the direction of travel is very much on that sort of more environmentally considered, more sustainable, all of that sort of stuff. Do I think we're going to suddenly lose inflatable boards because everybody's worried about the volume of um, plastic that's going out with them? No. Like, ultimately, like, the sport is going to continue and inflatables is going to be the bulk of that. Must be able to recycle it some way. Or a buyback system would be amazing. Well, I I think that's got to be the next sort of of step. Um, I still think we should do 3D printing for the replacement well, fins the, and stuff. Well, I, I think that's sort of... That's easy. I think the, the early prototypes are happening. Mm. Um, you know, it's not... I don't think it'll be long before you 3D print your whole board. I really don't think it'll be long. And, and, and I say that from the basis of... If you look at Total the boards... Recall. If you look at the boards that are being put out there as the most environmentally friendly, sustainable, like these beautiful wooden boards that are coming to market. So, And that's whether it's handcrafted down in Cornwall Otter or whether it's, you know, handcrafted in Germany with Board Lab and Fnatic. Um, Starboard have been doing... Starboard, I've got credit, actually, to say they've been consistently over the last few years very visibly vocal and, and having a real sustainability roadmap. Yeah. Uh, you know, planting mangroves for sales of boards, stuff like that, you know, all their wrapping. Fanatic of, like, even in the two years that I've been, you know, buying a lot of Fanatic stuff, the progression in in a lot of their stuff and, and like, the Board Lab collaboration that, that's just come out, but also just their general packaging and everything, like, it's a total evolution much more sort of recyclable materials no single-use plastics that was a great example the little mm. cover of the the fin that the was fin- a, that was a lovely touch like i didn't know that was happening or anything but when i opened it that was like for me i was thinking that's that's just like a super simple simple thing it's it's literally a cardboard cut uh slip if you like that you, they just put over the fin now that used to be this big sort of what looked like an old um armband for swimming that used to cover the fin in um in transit so when it's being packaged up so like again that's just like now it's a simple step they've made serves the purpose of protecting the fin yeah but it's recyclable it's re you know because it, it's one good thing like um sub border yeah magazine yeah. and yeah. sub border which is really good um yeah channel yeah, yeah. and magazine like really good they're uh, probably the go-to yeah yeah um i think they've done an amazing job and, and, and that's and something like having that watched they... from from when they started yeah and and the stuff they're doing now and i think they're awesome I yeah think they've done brilliant yeah big, big time i looked at so yeah. many of those videos when i was first started getting into it and looking but that's something that they've been pushing and yeah, you yeah, see yeah. it more and more but also that just their evolution in terms of like they've slickened it they've professionalized it they just but just the volume of kit that they have now gone to and mm. like we've, we've spoken before about like talking about you know, comparing the range of carbon boards or paddles, sorry. Um, and we can, like, we've got a really nice broad selection of that, but, you know, they're set up to deliver that as a service. So, yeah. and it, and for me, what is it, 25? I've, 
Is it 25 quid a year? 26 quid a year for like oh, the past. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not, it's like, not like, much. Like when you, like prawn, when you break it down, it's a couple of quid a month, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think there's some really, like, and that's me, right? So I'm a paddle sup fanatic in the sense of I will, you know, I just consume all that stuff and, and I love it. Like, they've just got so much content on there which is it's great great yeah. yeah and 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 that's not exclusive to them but i just think from a from a sort of what broad perspective I do, I do think there's you know there's a lot of positivity in every review i, I do mm. but I, I also see that it's difficult you know a lot of the the kit and equipment you know trying to it's not about putting it down but it's trying to find a way of comparing real value in the in the boards and and what element of you know this brand's nine eight versus this one's nine eight is yeah you know, and a lot of things are kind difficult. of it's so subjective yeah. with some of it um unless you're talking specifically about materials because yeah. who's riding it yeah whereas someone will notice a big difference in you know a board but yeah go check them out Subboarder yeah. pro can you there. can you sing the song no. What? No. Doop, beep, beep, boo. Doop, doop. No? No. <laughs> what? That's great. That's it. it. No, that's literally it. It's that snippet. Doom, doom, doom. Donna likes You should send song. that clip to them and see if they'll use it. <laughs> send me a hat <laughs> or some gin. <laughs> uh, but they, uh, yeah. So they've, yeah. Well, that, we'll talk about wing foiling mm. another time, but they've just release some really cool videos on that that's quite cool that'll be a big thing in yeah. the next two see, years see I think paddles I think a lot of the manufacturers need to pull their fingers out and not offer such a poor paddle at the beginning well I think I think that um, when they do packages I think the packages are a little bit misleading sometimes um, I know with my package yeah I'm really happy with <laughs> Sorry, uh, well, <laughs> it was self-created, and like he couldn't, he still couldn't let it go. And and in the last, in in two weeks ago, you were complaining about being the innuendo guy, and and oh. like, like just talk about cementing your position as innuendo guy. Right? I'm not. It's not. Sorry, I just I'm never. Yeah. Anyway, anywho, um, the thing with your package, my package. Mm. The thing I'm not happy about. Um, oh. No, it was, yeah, it was the paddle. Because that, you know, it, it just, that massively let it down. Where the board, like I jumped on that board again the other day when mine was getting fixed by... Sweet, Steve Devlin. Sweet, sweet, sweet Devlin. Boards. Yeah. Boom, thanks very much for that. So Steve, Amazing. Steve is the the lead shaper, in my opinion, in Northern Ireland. Um, I haven't a clue. And... Uh, yeah, and he very kindly fixed a couple of dings on both of our uh, boards. Um, yeah, Steve, he's the man. Thank you very much for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was going out on my board again, and it was, it was so much fun. It's like, it's just a good fun, it's a good fun board. Yeah. But if I went to grab that paddle now, it's utter crap. Yeah. Like, it really is bad, and, I, and that doesn't get you much enjoyment. I remember going out with 
you and like one of the dawn patrols mm-hmm. and you went bloody and you said look at the flex in that yeah like it was just and then you threw me over the flex in the actual in, blade in the itself blade. Yeah, yeah because it was whatever poly whatever yeah it was made up, it was rubbish um, and as soon as you passed me one of yours which i think was just you know wasn't like a carbon elite amazing. yeah yeah no no it was it a was, basic yeah, it was yeah. a basic one you just went oh night and day and i think that's like, and sorry, so, so, that takes me back to the why I was saying about music and drums is like sometimes you can get like um, you don't have to have the best drum kit. Yeah. You can have a very a starter drum kit, but make sure you get decent cymbals. Yeah. Because that's what's going to make it enjoyable. Is nothing worse than going, yeah, yeah. you know, Phil Collins in the air tonight, and then dun 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 It's like it kills it. There's a there's there's the I always remember I know the, that the very first anyway, so. the very first board like so imagine ginger the first board and paddle i ever brought was um i remember the guy in the surf shop said to me that you should like whatever you spend on a board really you should be looking at sort of 50 to 70 percent of that same value on a paddle right now at the time we were like here's a man upselling yeah you know, whatever but actually you're right because and and there's uh, steve west did a big thing on the whole he wrote an article recently that's been shared a lot um on the whole the paddle is your samurai sword and all of that and it and it is like that is the reality like the is your samurai sword yeah the quality of your paddle go on can determine massively the the how well and uh, how well you perform on your paddle quite frankly yeah so i just need to read the article that sounds quite funny yeah no no it's, it's mm. good i'll send I'll i'm share stealing the... your wine by the way no go for it um antioxidants um yeah so don't underplay the importance of the paddle and i and i would say that so like for it i'll give you a good example and let's go specific right so when someone comes to us and says, I just really want the cheapest kit I can get my hands on. Now, the cheapest sort of package we tend to endorse is, is around 300 quid, like direct from the suppliers, the Aquaplanet Pace or Max. And depending on what time of year and volume of uh, interest they've got in it, will determine how much they're pricing it at the time. But um, that's circa 300 quid. Now, the board itself is decent like it's it's decent enough it's it's fairly straightforward construct but the paddle is just useless yeah so why and so so what you'll find is okay yeah you spend say 300 320 quid on that package within a year you're easily spending like you'll be spending 100 quid to buy yourself a much better paddle whereas you can do that you can go and buy you know there are certain brands that would you know their basic entry-level paddle Will, will last you for as long as you want and then yeah. yes yeah like ultimately I, I'm someone who believes firmly that the paddle is always probably the first thing people upgrade anyway yeah um, but you know the, the, the there's other brands and you know Fanatic is a good example um, I think Red would be a good example but they're, they're that just the far end of the, the price spectrum um but do you like red's package 
Well, we we were joking about this the other day, right? So yeah. I I took delivery of the first red board in the school the other day or a few weeks back, and the paddle came out, and it's just where it's new and and it's different. So like different brands design things differently, and I'm so used to every brand I've used with an adjustable paddle has written the measurements on it so that as you pull it uh, out, yeah, yeah, yeah. it goes like you know the 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 height measure is there so as you pull it out it goes like 190 to two meters so like or you know and i i want my paddle length at about 196 is mm. 97 is ideally where i like it <laughs> and dylan how is that <laughs> this is amazing i like there needs to be a study in in sup innuendo like it really it's it's endemic um <laughs> Uh, so so yeah, but anyway, I, I pulled the shaft of the red paddle. Come on, boys, let's see if we can contain it. <laughs> it can contain it, and it did it, and it did it the reverse way. So it was like, oh, and and so immediately, I'm having to do maths in my head to work out how high I want this paddle. And that, mm. as a user experience, I was like, oh, that's not ideal. But it was a lovely paddle. It was a great paddle once I, you know, done a very simple math equation. But it's you know that's just yeah. me being an idiot and. Um, you know, using something new and different. Um, yeah, I, but like, the, all there's a lot of those brands that, and and I think basically, you know, you you look at. Well, I say that. I was about to say that if you spend four hundred pound or north, you're going to get a decent paddle with it. But the reality is. At the moment, you're not because we're in a different market, right? So the economics have sort of gone out the window and we're in a position where demand is exceeding supply. So you're getting a lot of white label brands that, are, you know, if you compare, there's probably a bunch of them you could batch together. They all come out of the same factory. They've just got yeah. a different logo stuck on them. And they're, you know, they... They're char like I feel like there's a lot of brands like that that are ch just charging more than that board is ever worth. Oh yeah, and, and that just irritates me. And like you know, yeah, but that's you know that's the business world, and that's what happens. Mm. And and you you know there's demand, so go for it. But I I just sort of think also uh, as well as like what people don't really think of as well, especially if you're not doing any other form of water sports. It's like you spend X amount, let's say 400 quid, yeah. and you've got your paddleboard, mm -hmm. um, and within that package, you know, it comes with a leash, the yeah, bag, yeah. a pump, hopefully, and a paddle, yeah. and then you're going, cool, sweet, let's Wet get suit. on the water, <laughs> wetsuit, buoyancy, buoyancy aid. Aid, and all those things, yeah, yeah. and that opens up, you know, that's yeah. a lot more expense. Yeah. And I think people don't really take that into consideration no. as and well. And not that you need to spend loads of money, and it shouldn't yeah. be an expensive hobby or an expensive no, it sport. It, and it really doesn't need to be. Yeah. And you can have great fun, you know, paddling loads of different yeah. places on whatever board. Like we do it when we've jumped on to, like, on the Mistral board. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And yeah. it's great. And you jump on it because you you've been on whatever yeah. other board's teaching and then you jump on that because the other board's gone out and yeah. you're going, oh, this is sweet. Look at this. You can't fall off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's, 
the Mistral, I've got to say, so the, the, talk just to fill anyone in that's listening, so the Mistral board was a sort of <laughs> ten foot. It's what I would call yeah, anyone. Hello, anyone? Hello. hello. Is anyone in the echo chamber? Echo chamber. Echo chamber. Uh, the um, the board is what I would call a hybrid. So we talk very often about there being the two basic types of board, which are all rounders and tourers. Hmm. I've seen. I, I could just. I'm just going to go spit right. So all round boards historically, everyone went. Oh yeah, they're all rounders. They do everything. Blah 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 blah. You can surf on them. You can do everything. But all of that is true. And then they were always sold as, oh, you can do, go anywhere, do anything, do a bit of surfing, and they're a bit more stable. And the reality is that the way the touring boards have progressed and, and just the construction technologies and everything that has now evolved, I just... Uh, I struggle to encourage people to buy an all-round board. And that's, yeah. that's me being perfectly honest. Largely that's because the majority of people that I'm advising paddle in this sort of area where we just don't get regular surf and surf isn't on their purpose list, right? So tour, it, it's generally speaking, it's an easy, you know, touring is the sort of route you want to go. Now, the all-rounder boards are more rounded at the front and rounded at the back, generally a bit wider in the middle. The touring boards are more pointed at the front, a flat back, and tend to be a bit longer but narrower. Um, the the whole the whole sort of oh you can surf on an all round board, I just don't buy into. And the reason for that is because if you're buying a six inch inflatable paddleboard because you want to sup surf, like you're not you yeah. like you're doing it because you want to muck around in white water and you're not like going out and surfing six foot plus waves right yeah and if you're doing that if you want to sup surf six foot plus waves i'm sorry but you're not going to do it on a all-round board realistically you're going to go and buy a sup surf specific board and that's just the reality of it and actually if you're so if you're in the water and you're just playing around in fun waves like up to four foot or whatever you can do that on a touring board like you can surf that just as well. So I, 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 you know, I just don't see that argument. And 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 also, when so it comes to stability, you can the the way the touring market's gone, you can buy boards with that sort of in, inbuilt stability just through increased volume in the board. Or I don't think they're more stable. I think they're only stable in flat. Well, that I if they yeah, yeah. if you're going out in the chop a little bit of chop at all yeah. I think all rounders are far more unstable yeah personally I just don't think they are as good yeah because um, they, they don't cut through the they water they, yeah. the, the, the water hits them and gives them a good whack and you know, it gives whack them a good whack yeah, yeah. so it's like so they're not more stable they, yeah. they're stable in stationary yeah. um, and in flat water but if you're going across somewhere and if I want and also as well it's, it's what I always say like about it's like riding a bike and your cadence and making sure yeah. that you're going if you're in um, a little bit of wibbly wobbly weather yeah. that I noticed you've started using yeah I know I love really it I know, but I mean um, I, but I've, I've totally yeah. taken the wibbly wobbly from you as it's, a phrase it's, it's, it's it needs a thing it's all <laughs> yeah, yeah oh yeah wibbly wobbly it's perfect but if you're doing that then if you're going really slow and tentative or on an all-rounder it's going to be bloody horrible mm. but if you're on a touring board or 
a longer moan out yeah, of, yeah. and you're going a little bit faster, then it's a hell of a lot easier to handle and manage. Yeah. Personally, I think. I think it's as if the all-rounders are more aimed now at like a lot lighter and shorter, smaller riders, and maybe to the youth level, um, not even youth, but yeah. like younger, yeah, like pre-teen. But, but again, right, so the, there's a natural barrier for me recommending an all, all-rounder to a young younger person so like a teen or a young kid yeah it's because you've like you're talking with like a stick thin kid that's like standing on a 33 inch wide board so like automatically they're reaching over here to try and paddle yeah and you're like actually let's make it easy for them you could stick them on it you could stick them on a starboard 14 foot sprint 19 inches wide and they'd fly yeah you know but the, you know, it's in, the in reality, you're gonna you you. I think you want for for younger kids, you just want a narrower board. The big thing with kids, right? Listen, if you've got kids and you're gonna stick them on a paddleboard, here's what you need to do. I like this. You need to tell them to do a step back turn, because kids can do it all day long. They can run up and down your paddleboard all day long. So, the way to teach a kid to control their board and turn it is to get to the back um i like we spend god knows how many hours of the year telling people this but it is like in in all seriousness if if you show your kid one thing on whatever paddle board you put them on get them comfortable get into the back of the board to turn it and they'll just find it so much easier than the long drawn out sweep strokes and the cross deck turns and all this sort of stuff that you know us heftier adults need to do um, they get them doing step back turns, and you'll have a future Michael Booth, Connor Baxter, Black is Andre sick. Crater. Who, name your name your favourite. And um, oh, lucky he's gone for it. Oh, I, love him. I love them all. He's gone I've for got it. Man, envy of all of them. They're, they're awesome, awesome athletes. Um, athletes, they are. They are. It's a bit of darts, isn't it, Colin? <laughs> I would love to see you say that to Andre Crater's face. <laughs> oh, he can't understand English, can he? Yes, he can. No. Okay. Anyway. His dance. But yeah, no, that's my rant. Not my rant, but that's my no, advice that's... on on boards in general. And, and there's, yeah. Also, the the thing I Just would... killed the market for all-rounders. Stop making them. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, stop making them. Stop making rubbish paddles. And stop making inadequate things that is like there's no need for as well unless you're going to sell them for a ten and keep them for like um a, a child paddling school then don't make them they're rubbish mm. and it's wasting mm. resources Resource. and it's not much more you don't have to spend much more to get a that bit of better of a paddle that you'll keep for ages yeah to me um i can't remember what my point was going to be then i don't <laughs> make a good point i have a good question for you go on you talked about a piece of kit that you wear over your wetsuit Help you float. What's it called? Buoyancy aid. How do you spell it? Oh. Oh. Uh. Oh. B u o y. Buoyancy. It's not buoyancy. Buoy. Buoy. No. Buoy. Buoyancy. That's a good one, Dylan. Well done. Way to argue that. Yeah. That's not Just going back to last week's it? podcast, eh? Uh, yeah, should have done it. That was our last one. It took me a week to work out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took me a week to spell it. We got on it. Buoyancy. Buoyancy. He's got a point. He hasn't. 
Yeah, don't look at me. He's got a point. You have to say buoyancy now every time. Yeah, every time. Life jacket. No, it's not a life jacket. A life jacket is a very different thing. This evening, I am very pointy. I've I've had a day of it, and I'm like, we just need to. But yeah, no, it's not. There is a big difference between a buoyancy and a life jacket. Do you know that? Yeah. What is it? Tell the people. Tell the people. Tell my mum. Go. She's there. Close it off with the difference between a buoyancy aid. And a life jacket. A life jacket's got a whistle. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> a life jacket is more for saving and it will self-inflate when you either pull a toggle or when you hit the water. Uh, it's designed to keep you alive and not drown uh, in water, whereas buoyancy aid is simply to support you when you're in water. Straight I, from the horse's mouth. I didn't know. Can we me a horse? No. referring to an earlier conversation <laughs> about one. What? I just don't know what to say. I've surrounded myself with people that uh, a few weeks back I really respected, but over the oh, over I the, lo- over, over the last <laughs> over, over the past few weeks. <laughs> it's it's gone they've, into they've adoration. Taught, they've taught me things that I did not want nor need to know. Like what? I'm, t- I'm not going to Boobies. lower the tone for our listeners. But um, yeah, no. So that was that was vaguely interesting chat around kit and yeah. boards and all of that sort of stuff. Um, drop any comments in. Let us know what you think. But ultimately, that's what, I was what are the free peas? Oh, go on. That's what I was gonna say. Go. Kind of. Sorry, this is really bad. Yeah. Um, just um, uh, oh, it's really bad. Just not getting bogged down in all the advertising jargon oh. and the rubbish that a lot of manufacturers put out. Don't forget, manufacturers are trying to sell the, and differentiate the products. Mm. So it's like when they say an all-rounder and when they say touring, you don't just have to go on a boring tour like a kayaker on a touring board. You can do so much, and it, it's that um, a lot of people. Um, I'm myself included will read the description and go, oh, so I can't do this with that yeah, board. Yeah, yeah. Touring boards you know, are undersold because like the, you know, 12, a nice twelve six tourer, you can race on it, you can do every, like, you know, yeah, everything. Yeah, exactly. But I, I think that don't get bogged down with yeah. it. Jump on any board and you'll be loving it. And yeah, yeah, you know, you'll you'll find your way. And probably the one of the best bits of advice is for me before you go and purchase a board is go to, go and try go them. and try yeah, some. Yeah, yeah. Go to a school, have some yeah. lessons, speak to them, be open, be candid. Go. Can I try a couple? Yeah. You know, I'm going to be That's buying one. You know. And, you know. Yeah, no, it's, it's interesting the number of schools I see that set up and just have the same board across the spectrum. And I'm like... Yeah. That For me, that was like always a no-no in the sense of, like, if someone's ever going to come to the school, one, there's, there's going to be all sorts of different shapes and sizes of people and water confidence of people that turn up. So let's have a board for everyone. But also, if you've got people turning up and part of what you're doing is helping people find the right kit for them, like, show them that. Give them those options. Like, we're this year, we're going to be housing five different board brands. And, like, we've got their pretty much the whole range of each one. And, yeah, like, it's just... And what else? 
What else? What other boards have you got? Dragon boards. Ooh. Mega board. Ooh. That weird yoga Race thing. boards. Yoga mat. Big star boards. It's not... Yeah. Oh, yeah it's not a one because starfish yeah. board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note... Not that kind of starfish. <laughs> um, and what about the race boards as well? We've got race boards. <gasps> We've got some very nice race boards. So anyone that... Anyone that's looking, anyone around here in Northern Ireland that is paddling, maybe you've been paddling for a while, maybe you're looking at, you know, your next board, we're going to have it. So shameless plug, come and just get in touch, come and play with them. That's what we're here for. (laughs) What was that? Let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen. Good night. Good night, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. Boom. (laughs)